We doubt ourselves. And if we knew about ourselves what other people knew about us, we would never doubt anything. Welcome back to Starve the Doubts. I'm one of your hosts, Jared. My co-host, Christine. Miss Christine, she's not with me today, and that breaks my heart. That said, we do have epic Jen Trevick. <laughs> the epic Jen Trevick. Jen is very gracious, let me tell you, because we just spent 10 minutes uh, working out audio before hitting record. And uh, she's a health coach. She's a business consultant. She's a host of Salad with a Side of Fries podcast, which I love the name of that show. Jen, thank Thanks. you for lowering your standards to talk to me and to help me troubleshoot audio. <laughs> You're very oh, kind. Oh, hardly. It is my pleasure. I am excited <laughs> to be here. Well, even if that's not true, we're grateful that you're here. It and, is. Uh, <laughs> one of the questions that we always like to start off with is what is the best concert that you've been to? Oh, I have. Okay. Yeah. Also, my first concert, Michael Jackson uh, Bad Tour, 1980. No kidding. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, Jen, uh, what, were you one years old when that happened? <laughs> like I was, an I, that is very kind. <laughs> I was five, five or six. I had a really cool mom. Clear memories of that. That's I remember it to this day. But I have to tell you, like, maybe I was six. Maybe it was 1989. Whatever. Mm -hmm. But legit, like, I wish I realized in the moment what I was witnessing. Like, I knew it was something crazy, right? That's why I remember it. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, despite, you know, various things that have been said, and I don't know what's true and what isn't, I still have great appreciation for Michael Jackson and his music. And so the fact that you actually got to see him Listen, live, whatever you um, think about him as a person, you can't yes. deny the talent and no denying what yes. he was able to create. Yeah. And um, yeah. whenever I, and, and this doesn't happen very often at this stage and chapter of my life, but whenever I go roller skating and they, they kick the Thriller album on, I'm like, you know, probably right? going a little faster than I should be. So, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, the, the, yeah, this day and age, that could cause trouble. But thank you, Jen. I admire that you're that. roller skating. <laughs> I shouldn't be roller skating. Let's, let's make that clear. Let's, uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's one thing I need to do less of. Uh, so, uh, Jen, I, I am a, a fan of some of your posts, in particular the ones where you use humor. A little humor, as we say, very little. Um, well, thank you. So, so this next question <laughs> is, Jen, what did one bottle of water say to the other? Oh, no. She, didn't, she doesn't remember her own. What? Name. I was trying to guess. I was trying to guess. What, now what I are you remember. doing tonight? What are you doing tonight? <laughs> yeah, that, that's actually one of your jokes. Yep. <laughs> that's joke I know, but it's, listen, you know how much content creation happens? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember my own Instagram jokes. How dare you ask me that? No, that, that that's a good uh, <laughs> There's a lot. salad with a side of fries joke and um, well played. So thank you I for also, sharing that, even if you didn't remember. I would also interview. say <laughs> a salad with a side of fries joke would be pants. You mean leg prisons? <laughs> that That yeah. is a perfect segue <laughs> into my next this or that question. <laughs> Would you rather take a selfie okay. with your dog or a five-hour nap in your underwear? Oh, a five-hour nap in my underwear, for sure. <laughs> with no pants, yeah. I also uh, don't have a dog. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then you don't need to be taking selfies thing, with dogs if you don't have one. 
So, um, yeah, the, the no pants nap. I might uh, be arrested at the gonna... dog park, so we're going to go for the no pants nap. <laughs> I let the record reflect that you do appreciate dogs on some level, but pants. Yes, yeah, I like pants. dogs. I just, yeah. Yeah, me too. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're on the same page. Okay. So, Jen. There are people that are listening to this episode tonight, and they're like, I don't know Jen. I should know Jen, and shame on them. So let's let's do the lazy podcast host question, and, and let's go there. Can you share a little bit about yourself for those that may not be familiar with you or your show? A thousand percent. So first of all, now we know each other, right? Yes. So let's start there. But I'm Jen Trepic. I grew up in Michigan. I have lived in New York City for the last 17-ish years. Mm. I am a wellness advisor, health coach, whatever you want to call it. I have a specialty in weight management, but I work with people on all things from weight loss, sleep, stress, energy, food sensitivities, all the things. But typically what brings people in the door is I can't go on another diet. I need this to not be a thing in my life anymore. And the podcast, Salad with a Side of Fries, really came out of a conversation I was having with a girlfriend. She has two kids, a boy and a girl, and we were talking about how brains develop differently. She was reading a book on it at the time. And she said something to me, which was along the lines of, you know, I've never really had an issue with weight or food personally, but I also don't really know what I'm doing with my kids. Like I theoretically know what I'm doing, but not really. Hmm. And it occurred to me that a lot of us are having these conversations and we have these questions, but we're not all necessarily in a place to say, yes, let me pay you for a program to get me to the place where this is no longer a thing in my life. But we're at the gym and somebody looks great in the locker room and we're like, what are you doing? Should I do that? That is salad with a side of fries. Answering those questions and clearing up the misinformation, bad science and marketing that personally I think is wreaking havoc and wellness. I'm usually like, hey, you look great. I hate you. That's usually what goes on. In my mind. <laughs> no, I, I love that. But then That's part wonderful. of you in the back of your mind, you're like, I hate you. And I'm wondering if I need to be doing what you're doing. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Right. And I, I, I've always yeah. been told if, if you want to, you know, if you want to get skinny, you hang out with skinny people. You don't hang out with people that are, you know, the opposite of that. Right. Because you're potentially going to pick up habits and the you, things that they're doing. That well, might and you. aren't you the average of the five people you spend the most time with in every way? I don't know. Well, most of my five people are. are uh, I know they're 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 doing a little bit better than I am. Uh, we'll say on the uh, cool. scale. So, so I guess I'm doing okay there. But uh, yeah, let, let's let's talk about some of these things. Let's unpack a little bit. When All right. when you say sleep stress. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about sleep stress. Uh, people are coming to you and saying, Jen, I have sleep stress. When I think of sleep, I don't think of stress. So usually so. sleep and stress are separate mm. things, mm -hmm. but they do end up connected. Okay. I just speak too quickly, which is why you think I'm saying sleep stress. Oh, I thought that was a thing. But so okay. sleep. That may, I was like, stress. oh, maybe that's like Although another sleep word stress for insomnia. Is a thing. Well, I would say actually sleep stress is a thing if sleep is challenging for you. Or, there or if you can have, be yeah, stress really associated with sleep. Awful nightmares right. about not losing weight. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> totally. That's exactly what keeps us up. That's but really, it's painful, right? But actually, one of the biggest challenges we have across the board is sleep. 
And the challenge with sleep is twofold because not only do we need quantity of sleep, which many of us, right, to this is also one of my pet peeves, especially in the entrepreneurship world where everybody's like, sleep when you're dead, do more, find more time uh, in your day, right? Yeah. Sacrifice sleep, right? That's actually really detrimental. Hmm. And so we need quantity of sleep, but we also need quality of sleep. And that's where we sort of get real complicated <laughs> with you know, our devices and stress in our lives and everything else that's going on. And it's sleep is sort of the sharpening tool for every tool in your tool belt from your immune system, detoxification, metabolism, cognitive health, right? Our memory, everything requires sleep. And if that's missing or insufficient, it actually presents as a whole host of other symptoms. And so a lot of times, almost no matter what we're experiencing, right, maybe it's weight gain, maybe it's sugar cravings, maybe it's, you know, challenge with attention, maybe it's inability to recover, right, sort of diminished resilience, all of these kinds of things can actually come down to sleep. But we go to our doctor and then we get, you know, meds or treatments for all these individual symptoms. But if we just looked at our sleep, a lot of things would take care of themselves. And that's why the five-hour nap in your underwear is encouraged. Right. One of the reasons. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. As it should be. Right. So for the person that's saying, I can't do diets, I kind of relate to that person because <laughs> I've tried yeah. various things and had, you know, various levels of success. And then life happened, Jen. I got a little busy. Uh -huh. I got a little distracted. And then next thing you know, it's like, well, I failed that one. Okay. Right. I guess, uh, I guess it doesn't matter. And then, you know, you're, you're moping and, and feeling bad. And, and then, uh, you get sick of that and then you say, okay, I'm going to recommit and try something else. And then it's the yo-yo thing. You, you've seen it, you know it. So yeah. for people that come to you and say, I, did it. I, I can't, I, I can't do that. Okay. So, so let's tell that story. You did it. So I, when, when someone looks at you, uh -huh. they're like, Jen, she, she's been to Michael Jackson. She's a New Yorker. She's walking all over the city. <laughs> right. Probably, you know, you, you don't look like the kind of person that needs your advice. So tell us your story. Yeah. So I grew up a dancer. And so mm. growing up, I was like the skinny one in a family of dieters. Mm. And then high school to college, everything changed, right? I started to gain weight and I was like, okay, I know what to do. I watched my family do this my whole life, right? I tried every diet under the sun, gained and lost, gained and lost over and over that yo-yo thing. Yep. I mean, there were times, I mean, I remember senior year of college being in the dressing room at a department store with my mom and my sister having to buy clothes for like professional events, right? I was in business school. So we had big companies that were coming to meet us and I had to have, you know, professional clothes. So I'm at the store shopping with my mom and my sister and like in tears in the dressing room, you know, because I'm just so uncomfortable. And then the clothes that actually looked good were a size I couldn't even like wrap my head around, you know? Brutal. And I remember at one point, right? And I remember saying to my mom, like, honestly feel like I breathe and gain weight. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> so I was doing the yo-yo thing. That's what I knew. And then 
sort of two things collided. Because on the one hand, I was I had moved to New York after graduating from college. I was bored to tears at my job and looking for something to do outside of my full-time job. I was like, I was into the side hustle before that was a thing, right? And I went looking for things. In that process, I actually learned about the program that I now teach. And at first, I was like, oh, no, 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 that's okay. I, I don't need what you have. You know, like there isn't a thing out there I haven't done, you know. And there was this woman. I don't even know her name. I don't know where she's from. I don't know anything about her. I'm really hoping that one day she's going to hear me on a podcast and be like, that was me. So <laughs> she was telling her story. <laughs> she was telling her story of losing like 150 pounds. Wow. Everything she said, right? Exactly. Everything she said after that sounded like the teacher in Charlie Brown. I heard zero words because I was just staring at her and then having a conversation in my own head of like, I don't see where 10 pounds could have been on this woman. Like, this does not compute. And I had a moment of like, Jennifer, you know, like this wasn't Jen. This was like full name. Your mom's talking to you, right? I was like, Jennifer. Yep. They know, right? Yep. They know something you don't know because that wow, doesn't make unlikely, sense. but yep. Right. <laughs> and literally, I was like, okay, show me what to do. I worked with a coach. I call it the nutrition education we're all supposed to know and no one ever taught us. And it completely changed my life, allowed me to say, I've kicked my food issues. And then I was like, why is it that this isn't what we learned? Like, why doesn't everybody know this? And so I set out on a mission to pay it forward, to help people help themselves with this information. And that became my side business from 2007 to 2019. And then, you know, my full time since 2019 and the podcast Salad with a Side of Fries. So with that, I want to circle back, Jared, and say, you didn't fail at these diets. All of those diets failed you. Ooh. Because none of them, mm -hmm. because none of them were designed for health or the long term. Okay. Because the so truth I, is, any diet will work. Yeah. Go ahead. You're going to ask something. I'm going to be quiet. Well, I, I mean, I think the obvious question that people were kind of they're waiting with bated breath, like I am, is is what is the program that you teach, Jen? What's this mystery? <laughs> <laughs> well, so. Essentially, right, there's four sort of pillars, right? One is low glycemic impact eating. So the long and the short of it, <laughs> right? What is that? Long yeah. and the short of it is eating to balance blood sugar. So what hmm. we've learned is that whether we are burning fat or storing fat is a function of blood sugar. So if we I can dig into that more, but that's sort of the Please. first thing. The second is body composition. So not just losing weight, but removing fat and actually measuring body fat percentage. The third piece is behavior modification, right? Like long-term. There's Yes, there's the food stuff, but there's also sleep and stress and all of the things that make this not simple. The sleep stress. Or not easy, yes. I should say. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah, sleep stress. And then the last piece is strategic supplementation because for many of us, if we have dieted before, gained and lost weight a couple times in our lives, we're essentially in what's called metabolic syndrome. Back in the day, they called it syndrome X. And it's essentially where our body doesn't properly process food anymore. Our body doesn't properly respond to hormones that tell us when we're hungry and when we're satisfied. 
And so we can use nutrients and herbs to help rehab the metabolism. So wow, those are kind of, yeah. But I want to go back to the thing before about the diets because there's a reason why it only worked for the short term. And it's not your fault. It's not really that life happened. We think that is. That's right? what I told myself. Right. But it's really not your fault because, well, what did, do you remember any of the things that you did? I'm guilty of liking things like ice cream and. No, no, uh, no. The thing you did to lose the weight. <laughs> oh, to lose the weight. <laughs> oh. I ate ice cream all day and I lost weight. No, I, I, um, I've tried, I've tried, uh, various things like the low carb diet, the slow carb uh-huh. where you're, you're just eating a lot mm-hmm. of, uh, proteins and, and vegetables. And then you're just kind of really almost cutting out all carbs. Yeah. And then maybe one, one day a week, you just have that, you know, cheat day where you just, right. you know, go, go, all go out. for it. Yeah. yeah. And you just go ham and then, you know, then you hate yourself yeah. and then you, you start all over. And that was probably the most success I've had with a weight loss program because I, I did see mm-hmm. over a period of about mm, three months, four months, I saw pretty good results from that. But then it wasn't yeah. you're right. It wasn't sustainable. Like I, I don't know, life happened. Or I, I, I'm, I'm saying life happened, but you're telling yeah. me that that diet failed right. me. Well, um, I mean, the diet it did, failed right? me. The I'm blaming thing. the diet. I'm a victim, and <laughs> and um, well, so I, and, and I didn't maintain it. So. Right. Well, so when we drastically cut calories, cut out whole food groups, do the things that most of these things tell us to do, right? Right. The number and the scale goes down for a finite period of time. Right. And if we look at body composition, what we're actually losing when the number goes down is water, muscle, and sometimes bone. And then because life happens, yeah, (laughs) right? Then because life happens, and we can't maintain that way of eating with life, we go back to old eating habits or the number on the scale stops going down. We get frustrated. So we go back to old eating habits and we gain the weight back. But because we lost that weight as muscle, we have less muscle on our body to be burning that extra fuel that we go back to eating and we gain the weight back as fat. So even if we end up at the same number on the scale, by body composition, we're fatter at the same number. Well, that's encouraging. Right. <laughs> so the, the trick, though, right, is to do this in a way that's sustainable, that is for health and for the long term, so that what we're removing from our body is fat and building muscle, which in turn rehabs your metabolism. We can then go do the things that life includes, like birthdays and holidays, and it doesn't have the same impact on our body as it once did. Because our body can handle the occasional spike, right? But when that's all the time, it's really confusing. Okay, so I don't really understand, and and hopefully you can uh, help me have a better understanding of this is the eating to balance blood sugar. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yes. What does that mean? Okay. Do you remember? Oh, let's use this example instead. Grocery store checkout, right? Mm. There's like that conveyor belt. Yes. And then you have the person who's going to ring it up and the person who's going to put stuff in the bag. When things come at a night, like that conveyor belt. Right. Yeah. Well, let's go with the one that has the people. All right. So (laughs) 
When we're at a nice even pace on that conveyor belt and the person at the cash register, the person who's bagging can put sort of the frozen things together, the refrigerator things together, the cupboard things together, and the heavy things on the bottom so like your eggs aren't broken, right? right? That's like our blood sugar levels are even. Everybody can do what they do. When that conveyor belt speeds up, everybody starts to rush. Everything goes in any bag it can, right? That's our body. When we eat foods that spike our blood sugar, when we eat too much, it's like speeding up that conveyor belt. Our body produces insulin, right? Mm -hmm. To carry all that fuel to our muscles and our cells to be used. When the conveyor belt speeds up, it overproduces insulin to try to compensate for that. But our muscles and our cells can only take in so much fuel at a time and then they close. But our fat cells, because they are geniuses, never close. So all of that extra fuel is stored as fat and the extra insulin gets stored as fat. So that's when our blood sugar is too high. We're storing everything as fat. So what that looks like in real life, we sit down at the restaurant, we're starving. Waiter comes over. We're like, I'm going to be really good. I ordered the steamed fish with vegetables, right? Totally plain, nothing on it. Boring. I think I'm making great choices. We start with the bread. The bread spikes Uh our blood sugar. It's like speeding up that conveyor belt. Your fish Mm -hmm. and vegetables are now stored as fat. (gasps) Not the fish and vegetables. I know. Okay. Here's the other extreme. When our blood sugar is too low. So our blood sugar could be too low because we didn't eat enough Mm -hmm. or because we don't eat all day and then eat a big dinner, right? Or you're only having steamed fish and vegetables. Right, that too. (laughs) Well, hopefully you're having that often enough, right? (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) So if our blood sugar is too low, it's like the conveyor belt stops. It gets one thing, it's put in a bag. Do you take the bag home yet? Nope. We're waiting for the next thing, right? We're holding on to it. Yeah. Maybe we get one more thing, right? The conveyor belt stops. We get one thing. We put it in the bag. When our blood sugar is too low, our body in its infinite caveman wisdom thinks it's a time of famine and says, ha ha, you will not kill me. I will survive. Anything I get you. now, I will store as fat. Yes. So we don't eat all day. We go to the restaurant. Let's say we might even skip the bread that time. We order mm-hmm. the food that we think is such a great choice. Our body stores it as fat because it thinks it needs to survive. Yeah. Most people wow. are not eating enough to actually remove fat. Wow. I'm going to have to, my conveyor belt just slowed down for my brain, Jen. I have to unpack <laughs> that. I have to think through that. So some people are not eating enough. And because see, like, we've been told to eat less. Yeah, you eat less, exercise more. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, just the thought of that is exhausting for some. So I'm really big on like, not so much big on catchphrases, but things that we can remember, right? So mm-hmm. we've been told calories in, calories out. That is, in fact, not the case. I want you guys to remember this. Quality in, quality out, get up and move more. Okay. Because it's not so, 1,200 calories or 1,500 calories. It's the quality of those calories that's going to determine what's happening with our blood sugar if it's too high, too low, or in the middle. Okay. Wow. And then, of course, with that quality, <laughs> yeah, don't be taking five-hour naps if you can help it. 
No, take the five hour nap. Just right. Well, you probably won't. Yeah. Walk for 10 minutes here and there, you know, but <laughs> yeah. we sleep at night versus the middle of the day for five hours. But, you know, we think of starve the doubt, right? Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to this stuff, people doubt themselves. They doubt their willpower. They doubt that they can do this. And I think hands down, you can do this. You just have to be given the information that's actually based on how the body was designed to work. Yeah, well said. Okay, so Jen, there's no possible way here in the next few minutes we can completely go through (laughs) everything that someone would possibly need to know to be successful with all of the things that we want them to be successful with regarding their health and their weight, like balancing Mm -hmm. their blood sugar, their body composition, their behavior modification, their strategic supplementation. That's just not going to happen. So someone's (laughs) going to have to come to a certain podcast to get some additional information on that. A great podcast that I think is is worthy of their time is Salad with a Side of Fries. So let's go there for a moment. Um, Where where can people check out your show? We're on all of the podcast listening platforms. Just search Salad with a Side of Fries. We are there. Instagram is Salad with a Side of Fries pod or Jen Trepek, J-E-N-N-T-R-E-P-E-C-K, a salad with a side of fries dot com. If you search us, you'll find us. Yes, and they should. And by us, it's uh, really me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so if someone emails you and it's your quote-unquote assistant, it's it's really you, but you're just disguising yourself. It's, it's always just me. Yeah, yep. so, someone named Stacy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, got it. <laughs> Hey, perception's reality, Jen. That's that's what we'll tell ourselves. So, um, totally. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you for that, by the way. And uh, who is someone that is doing something that interests you? Oh my goodness, so many people. I'm gonna go, Dr. Rachel Zoffness. She is out of California. She's a cognitive behavioral therapist doing massive amounts of work in the pain space. People who are in pain. She is incredible. Buy her, go to Amazon and buy her workbook. It is designed for you to do with your health professional. She is absolutely incredible, and I fangirl over her. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate that referral, <laughs> and we will be hopefully having the new workbook arrive soon. Jen, do you have a workbook? Because maybe people want that from you. So my workbook starts with a discovery call with me. As so <laughs> you can do that, yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. Because here's the catch to what I do. Mm-hmm. It is not so one size fits all in yep. a lot of ways. So we want to customize that workbook to you. So a salad with a side of fries.com. Shoot me a message. I got you. We'll hook yeah, you up just, with a, we'll do a little, little one-on-one call. conversation. Yeah, take a big swimming like you. Set you, you up know. on your way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. I can put you on the conveyor belt. Yeah. All those things. Right. Uh, Jen, uh, thank you. Go for to the grocery time. store. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, we always close out with, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners? Any final thoughts, Jen? My final thought is we doubt ourselves. And if we knew about ourselves what other people knew about us, we would never doubt anything. Wow. That's a good one. Thank you, Jen. Trepic, like epic. I thank you, Jared. Go. And check out your podcast, A Salad with a Side of Fries. And I hope that uh, you get uh, dozens of more clients. Appreciate that week is filled up and there's no possible way of five. Hopefully, with no pants. Jen, thank you again. Well, thank you. 